All right, here we go. Episode 51, the Aji's podcast. Harry Mays, Jason Martinez. What's going on, Harry? Uh, a lot, actually. It's been a, a crazy week post-Super Bowl. We've got uh, trains derailing all over the country. We've got uh, UFOs being shot down, balloons, uh, and football, and coordinators getting hired as head coaches. It's just a crazy week. Will we be the next train wreck to happen, Harry, in the infrastructure of America? <laughs> we are a train wreck. Off the rails already. A, I've been a train wreck. completely off the rails right off the rails on a crazy train as ozzy once said yes he did um before we get to the super bowl i want to bring this up um you know i I always give you a a nice little music interlude Mm. as you log on to our site here i share my screen and you know i'm a little all over the map one day you might get a little you know something like uh you know gordon lightfoot harry (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> or something like that. You know, I'm a little eclectic. Right, right. And right. today I woke up in this mood and I'm like, what do I want to listen to as I'm kind of getting ready? And I was banging through Pretenders music. Oh, wow. Yes. So you logged on to Brass in Pocket, the Brass music in Pocket. Video. Yeah. Yep. yep. Of the Pretenders, where she's the waitress and, right. you know, she's working for a living. And the rest of the band stumbles into the diner. Yep. Yeah, exactly. She's yeah. got the old diner uniform on. Oh, yeah. She looks good. She does. She has and, like, uh, the, the bun in her hair, you know, and she's yeah. sticking like, uh, did she stick a pen in there? Yeah, that's that's the waitress move, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, right, right. Uh, but when those songs and those videos and the pretenders in the 80s, early 80s, and that album came out in 79, mm-hmm. I never real, I never thought as a kid, you know, as a kid with freaking hormones and testosterone pumping through you. Right. That she was hot. Oh, wow. But now, upon further review, as they say, Harry, she was a smoke show. Well, drop dead sexy. You're saying now, looking back on 1979, 1980, Chrissy Hind. Yeah, not Chrissy Hind today. No, because she actually hasn't weathered the storm as well as uh, she might have wanted to. Or I might have wanted her to. I was into her when I was 14 in 1979. Like, I thought she was hot. And I was into all basically all those uh, lead singer females like Blondie. I had a poster of Blondie up Debbie in my Harry. room from Parallel yep. Lines. It included a poster. Yep. And, uh, you know, Stevie Nicks, Chris, uh, Christine McVie, all the women in rock and roll. I, I was very attracted to at that point in time. Well, what about Lita yeah, Ford? Lita Ford. <laughs> yeah. I liked Lita. She was, of course, from the Runaways initially. Right. With uh, Joan Jett. Yeah. Yep. It was another one that I liked. I, see, I never liked Joan Jett. No? See, Joan Jett didn't like you. She well, played right. on the other she team. The other team. She mm-hmm. wasn't interested in me, but that, that would never preclude me from showing affection. That's a good point. You know That's what I'm saying? That's a good point, Yeah, Wendy yeah. O. Williams with the plasmatics. She was insane. Yes. And uh, the, also there was this one, what was the damn name of the band? Uh, they were an L.A. band. I had the album. They had one hit, and it was in that early 80 to 82 frame when i was still in high school oh damn it the the lead singer was this blonde uh destination on was it destination oh, missing persons missing persons that's yep. it destination chick- Unknown. right the chi- the lead singer chick- yes. in, in missing persons i liked and also the insanity of bow wow wow you remember the chick that fronted bow wow wow yes. and they had the i want candy video and she's in the in the on the beach in a wet t-shirt with nothing else on and the wa- the waves are coming over yep. her with the oh it's awesome yeah silver dollar nerps you hopping out <laughs> <laughs> yes oh that is classic oh, yeah, yeah. There, there's like a whole list of people like you didn't think were sexy then but as you age and you look back on them and go, man, they were yeah. drop dead. Plus, Chrissy Hine played a, a telly. Yeah. Oh, you know, classic. Yeah. And and great voice. Wow, missing persons. She was I very masculine, that. though. Like in her, like she was, she was like a dude. Yeah. You know, in a big heavy leather jacket. You know, mm-hmm. and yeah, you know. she wasn't like uh, very like girly. No, 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 that wasn't her deal. I mean, she was from Ohio and moved Akron, to London, yeah. and that's where she met all these guys and put the band together, and then you know, obviously uh, made it big time, but she's a, she's from Ohio. Yeah. Yeah. The um, destination unknown, that missing person song. I actually used that about two weeks ago Yeah, as a closing song 
on Flyers Daily. Wow. It's like, because that song popped up. Me? Yep. That do 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 Yeah. Yeah. You got to break out the keyboard, Harry, and learn that today. I should. You know? Are you still playing the guitar? Uh, Yeah, a little bit. Good. Yeah, I'm playing a lot of golf, including today. It's going to be 60-some degrees here today. What is going on here? I know. This I is, love this it. Is, this is the greatest winter I've ever remembered. <laughs> in uh, this area. In, in this area, yeah. This this makes me feel like I'm back living in North Carolina. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you. It's very similar to Carolina, the it Carolinas, is. right? Yeah. It wow. Is. You feel like your game's a little bit more in order, Harry? Because oh, absolutely. Consistency? Absolutely. Well, you're going to head into a great summer then. I know. Yeah, really stroking the ball well. Look, at- <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I like Lita. I went on a little Lita Ford kick not that long ago either. She has a great song. Well, Kiss Me Deadly was the big one. That was the big hit. Yeah, there yeah. Was the video. Yeah, but she, she did a song called "Close My Eyes Forever" with a duet with Ozzy Osbourne. Oh, I remember that. Yes, yeah, that was good. later in the eighties. That that yep. was like I want to say like eighty five, eighty six somewhere mm-hmm. maybe. Yep. Yeah. And yeah, Ozzy, close your eyes for is, me. Does she like guys, Lita Ford? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. Yeah. Too many, probably. <laughs> She's still touring around the bars and shit, though. Oh, yeah? Yeah. That's cool. um, I guess we should get to the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, we should. Um, um, Hell of a game. Yeah, what a game. Very entertaining. 117 Although, million people, Harry. Huge ratings. Highest in like 17 years. Is that right? Yeah, you know, I can see why. I mean, you know, I mean, there's so much to unpack uh, from that game. I mean, you know, everybody wants to talk about the penalty. And it's a shame that the penalty was called, even though it technically was a penalty, because it really robbed us of what would have been a minute 40 of high drama with the, you yep. know, because they Butker would have made the field goal from where they would have kicked it. Um, and but the Eagles would have had a minute 40 and probably an extra timeout or two. You know, to try to drive the field and maybe two. win the game. Yeah, yep. I think they had, I think they burned two after the penalty yep. before Kansas City kicked the field goal. So, yeah, th- I mean, that would have been awesome. Yeah, I, I don't think, you know, a lot of people forget that part. Like, Kansas City would have scored there. Oh, yeah. Very likely. Yes. yes. So, it, you know, the that play, the real crime of that play is you're dead right, Harry. Yeah. Was the fact that they could now walk the ball down to the one go down purposely and kill mm-hmm. the clock you know then yeah. it, and that yeah. that's the robbery of what happened um i, I shouldn't call it a robbery because like you said it was a penalty but um you just never like to see officiating affect the outcome so pronounced yeah in such it, a big moment and it wasn't egregious it wasn't like he had a hunk of jersey and you saw you know schuster trying to run away from him or anything yeah. like that schuster um, didn't put his arms up no he didn't he did that he was held um, was it that, catchable you know, well i mean who knows i mean it, it looked yeah. like it was way over his head but who knows if he's but he was if held he a, if he has a free release um but man i'll tell you it, it was just the tale of two halves i mean that first half the eagles looked so good aside from the the fumble the scoop and score which was an amazing play to, yeah. uh defensively just a, a weird situation for the quarterback the quarterback was incredible jalen hurts was in was awesome in that first half um, you know, I mean, Devonte and AJ combined for almost 200 yards receiving in that game. Devonte was off the charts. Good. Yeah. You had a 24, 14 lead and you had a gimpy Mahomes who had gotten re re-aggravated the injury prior to the half. So you're like, wow, great spot. You know, we're in a great spot. I know KC's getting the ball, but I'll tell you, I think that 29 minute halftime worked against the Eagles in that situation. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's usually had, what, 20 minutes? It's usually like 15, 12 oh, to 15. Wow. Yeah. Um, they might have had, you know, extra time to work on his leg, you know, extra time to, you know, adjust to do, you know, what they wanted to do in the second half. I, you know, that might have worked against the Eagles. But either way, I mean, the two plays, and everybody forgets about the punt return. You cannot allow a punt return inside the 10 in a Super Bowl. My nope. goodness. Not not when you have Patrick Mahomes that you're just making it easy for exactly. Him. And they and you know, I mean, they went right down the field and scored on the first drive. And two the the two touchdowns, and this is what is unbelievable. The scheme 
to, to scheme those guys open. How wide open were both of those touchdowns? Oh, my God. There's not even an eagle within 15 Ten yards. yards. Yeah, yeah. And, and to Crazy. find out that Doug Peterson was instrumental in that because the Jaguars ran the same fucking play against the Eagles back in, I think, week four at the link. And the enemy, you know, studied it up, did a really nice job, and Gannon never saw it. Yep. Even in the early in the first half, Harry, they the way they were trying to cover Travis Kelsey. No, why would you even go into the him. game? You uh, can't cover him. No, he's he, unbelievable. He was he had six targets and six receptions for almost a hundred yards and a touchdown. I mean, yeah. th- that's the thing when th- they kept the ball away from Kansas City. That's the only way they had that's, a chance to win the fucking game because yeah. they kept clicking off first downs and they were doing it in the air, not through the ground, except for Jalen, the yeah. running game like disappeared outside of Jalen hurts, which is really something. Well, Sanders went to the locker room early. Yeah. Banged up. And that, that probably didn't help, but you right. know, they get the rushing touchdown. And, and I mean, what they were doing on fourth and short with the oh, sneaks yeah. was, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't I, doubt that that gets outlawed between now and next season. How so? Well, some teams are going to complain about that. That you got to, yeah. uh, you have to have a certain alignment. You can't have because, bunch. Because I mean, to credit the Eagles for figuring it out and having a quarterback that can squat seven hundred pounds, yeah. you know, to do it. But I wouldn't doubt that the competition committee says, "Hey, we're we're going to change that." As Baldy would say, too much hat on hat down there, too, Harry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, you see how low they get on those oh, side I know. views? I know. Yeah. Pad level, man. That's what it's I all mean, about. But the Eagles defense with no sacks and the field was a piece of shit, too. And yep, that's a I disgrace. I had that written down. That is yeah. a disgrace that you play a game, the most important game, the most the most watched game, you know, of the year on a field that is a piece of garbage. Yeah. How? I mean, I'm going back and watching. A lot of the people were tweeting out the video of the Eagles defenders just blowing a tire. Like as soon mm-hmm. as you would turn to go towards Mahomes, yeah, your feet would just slide out from under you. Like you stepped on a piece of ice right? and just getting traction off the line yeah. was impossible. Like, how does that, I mean, where it was painted was even worse. Right. But it wasn't only where it was painted unless they everywhere those other spots green. Cause they do yep. that from time to time too. Now the roof was open. <clears throat> Okay, and it's in the desert. As the sun's going down, that moisture probably comes out onto the, onto that grass, which would have made it worse. Uh, but that's a disgrace. You cannot have, you cannot have that. I mean, I, you know, I know it worked against both teams, but it seemed like the Eagles were having a worse time of it. Yeah, they they maybe just didn't have the right spikes to to be able to handle it. Yeah, they change shoes all the time based on you know the conditions. Right. But you know, if you're going to have a Super Bowl in a warm weather climate. Because it's a spectacle and, you know, mm-hmm. you want people to have all the outdoor stuff, then have a grass field for Christ's sake. Well, that like, is grass not... that they, they grow that grass. Yeah. Well, it's shitty grass. Is that it like is uh, shitty grass? Is that Bermuda, Harry? I don't know what it is. It's not past Palum. I could tell you that. <laughs> is it the Carl Spackler grass that he was growing in Caddyshack? You can play 18 on it. And then Kentucky Sense Amelia. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But how about, I mean, I mean, Kansas City had only 24 minutes of possession in this game. Eight minutes in the first half. That's insane. They had the ball for eight minutes and scored 14 points. Now, granted, one was a scoop and score. But they scored uh, 38 points in only 24 minutes and had 6.4 yards per play. I mean, they basically, when they had the ball, could do yeah. anything they wanted. The, the the play that drove me bananas is the – in the. I think it was the fourth quarter, the scramble by Mahomes on, oh. a, on a bum wheel. I mean, how does he scramble on that play for, for it was a third down. Yep. Huge play. Yep. And he goes up the middle uh, as he just gets outside the pocket. And I mean, you could see yep. he's not running at full tilt. No, but even on that shit ass ankle, he was, Oh man. He I is mean, he, unbelievable. He was 13 of 14 for 93 yards <laughs> and two touchdowns after the injury. This is all in the second half. Yeah. He had one incomplete pass, ran the ball for 33 yards. I think 26 of it came on the play right you're there. talking about. Yep. Um, yeah, he, he was unbelievable. I mean, didn't get sacked and that's a huge element. Nope. Nope. Unreal. I mean, he had the Devonte Smith catch that was overturned. They had to settle for three instead of maybe scoring a touchdown. That was in the first half. You remember that? Yep. Um, Let's see what else happened. Oh, the Sayamalu penalty yeah. was huge Killer. because that was that and had them, you know, backed them up. They had to take it again. And that's when Hertz made the fumble and the scoop and score. Yep. 
Yeah, huge. Absolutely. Huge absolutely play in the huge. game. Yeah. Um, that hit on the first drive that Devontae Smith took as he was going out of oh. bounds. Oh, yeah. Holy fuck. I'd be like, that dude's going to break. I thought he was going to break in half. I did too, because he's yeah. a beanpole. Yeah, he, he really is. But but he they, got up and was still going over the middle and making yeah. catches and try. He was great in the game. What do they call him? Time. The Slim Reaper is one of his <laughs> nicknames. <laughs> I love that. I love that nickname. But yeah, I, I thought Jonathan Gannon was out in Arizona with a real estate agent during the second half looking for a new house, yeah. you know, because he was interviewing with the Cardinals uh, the day after. I mean, that, that defense was just I mean, they, they had no answers. No, well, that's the thing now. Now, the Eagles have to replace both Steichen and Gannon, yep. um, which is obviously a lot to accomplish and. And they had a great year all said and done. I mean, the, the yeah. Eagles set a record for sacks under Gannon. Let's not forget that. But, yep. um, you know, they're going to have to replace both of those guys. Because right. Steichen goes to the Colts and Gannon's now going to the Cardinals. There could be more, too, because those two guys might raid the staff of position coaches to, to come out guys. and elevate them, you know, point. You know for in Indianapolis and Arizona, respectively. But, yeah, uh, so that's an issue. And then um, did you see um, – the play that Andy Reid ran, the the one to Tony, that ended up for a five yard touchdown that he apparently studied up with Doug Peterson. Mm -hmm. The play's name is called Corn Dog. Did very, you see this? Very fitting. <laughs> very fitting for Andy. I could see him. I got burger. Oh, he could devour dog. some corn dogs. Oh yeah. <laughs> He'll eat the stick too that the corn dog's on, Harry. Yes, he will. Or at least pick his teeth with it. Oh, uh, I, th I thought that was awesome. And then this this thing, I went I went through the whole schedule because I was like, you know, this defense looked very ordinary to bad against a good quarterback. And you go through the season, and somebody else did this after the fact. I see this. They call it the Mickey Mouse Super Bowl run, which I disagree with. You get to the Super Bowls. It's not Mickey Mouse. But they did face a lot of shitty quarterbacks because there are a lot of shitty quarterbacks. Yeah, there is. Um, they, they had Wentz early against Washington. They caught the Jaguars early before they figured it out. Mm -hmm. uh, Kyler Murray, who stinks. Uh, Cooper Rush with the Cowboys the first yep, time. They, they didn't get the that the first time. Right. They had Pickett, who was a rookie early in his, in his rookie year. Um, Davis Mills for the Texans, who stinks out loud. Yeah. Heineke, who's not very good either. Matt Ryan, who shot. Uh, they caught the Titans late. The Titans were good early in the season. Something yep. went very wrong, and they derailed like, like a train in Ohio uh, during the season. Uh, Daniel Jones, who blows. Justin Field, who blows. Davis Webb, the next time with the Giants. Remember that? Yeah. It was at the end of the, the Giants rest. Not Joe Webb. No, not Joe Webb. Although he, he beat the Eagles. On a and Tuesday then they night. had Daniel Jones again, Purdy, and then Josh Johnson for most of that game. Yeah. So, I mean, they, they really did benefit. And I know that the league outside of a couple of teams kind of stinks. Um, but, yeah, but they didn't see a, a, an Allen or a Burrow. Burrow. They, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, yeah. right. So yeah. they, they didn't see those guys. So, but to you know. their credit, they took advantage of it. You know, they didn't, yeah. you know, you they only didn't play lose the teams on your schedule. Yeah. So, but. Um, it was a crazy game. We're going to go to Joey B. He's going to produce this next segment. All right. Oh boy. He, here we go. He says first, uh, Harry Mert, what was your cocktail of choice while watching the, the bowl? Okay. I'll let you, you go drink, first. You well, I was drinking like water and, and soda. I was That's what boozing. I thought. That's yeah. What, I thought. what were you boozing on? How were you sipping, uh, vodka, vodka crans, uh, cheap vodka and diet Coke. Wow. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So Lima was on waitress duty. Um, the next part of Joey B segment, Rihanna's lip syncing. Can we get a ruling? It's horrible. Um, I, I have no idea. I mean, I'm out on that. I mean, I, I think a lot of these. I didn't watch it. I saw some clips online after. I think a lot of these these acts do the lip syncing in events like that. I mean, At Chris, Chris Stapleton might have done it no. for all we know. That no? is not Harry. And that, that brings us to Joey B's next point in his uh, – uh, Chris Stapleton's rendition of the Star Spangled Banner, top 10. I say yes. I thought it was pretty good. I thought it was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Now, one of the things you could bet on, one of the uh, wagers, was what color cowboy hat 
Chris Stapleton will be wearing. Oh, really? Because I know he went way, way over the two minutes and four seconds or whatever. Yeah, he just Which, finished the anthem, actually, Harry. The game hasn't started yet. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. But he didn't wear a cowboy hat. So right, right. all bets became null and void. But no, I thought he was great. And that definitely was not lip sync. You could tell. Um, I thought he did a great job. He, it was a different take on it mm -hmm. as he sang it with just the guitar track that he was playing. And I thought it would, it emitted a lot of emotion, which you saw in Nick Sirianni and and oh, others yeah. How about cheering that? up. How about that? Man. So that's the NFL meme of the Super Bowl, by the way. Oh, it is? Okay. Oh, yeah, because yeah. they'll be spinning that. And then the last one in Joey B segment, we'll close them out. Crack <laughs> them. He says, uh, Burkhart and Olsen in the booth for a Super Bowl call. Thoughts? I thought they did a pretty darn good job. I thought they were pretty good. I've told you before, Olsen needs more economy of words because he mm -hmm. gets a little – he's almost like uh, – oh, uh, what's his name? The guy we used to have on all the time. Uh, hell of a guy. What? He uh, does – Oh, oh, Charles uh, – Charles Davis. Charles Davis, yeah. Charles Davis is very wordy. Yeah, he could you talk know? into the – oh, my goodness. But he's yeah. really good. Yeah. But he's very wordy. You got to tighten it up a little bit. I say the same thing about Olsen, but he's he's a good analyst. And he thought it wasn't a penalty. He thought it shouldn't have been called, at least. Mm -hmm. uh, the one on Not Bradbury. You know, yeah. I mean, a lot of a lot of analysts won't step out on the on the limb like that in a situation. Yeah. He did. So, yeah. And, yeah. and he did it without he did it very quickly. You know, the thing about that, that crew calling the game was it wasn't your hive, like the big, big name crew. You right. know, it wasn't. Al Michaels or Joe Buck and Troy Aikman, but you could tell they were honored to be there. Oh yeah. It wasn't Absolutely. a great call. Cause they're not a great, I don't think they're a great, you know, crew, mm -hmm. but I, I thought they did the game justice and they didn't try and be the star of the game. Right. You know, Romo will do that. So I like Romo, sometimes. but he will yeah. do that sometimes. Yeah. And, and Collinsworth at times too. Yeah, uh, would do that. But yeah, uh, now he, they're going to be around again for next season because Brady isn't coming into the booth next year. He's waiting until 2024. Yeah, I saw that. Like, you see that he goes, all right, I'm going to I'm going to come to Fox for the 300 million, 350 million dollar contract. But I'm taking a year off before I get there. <laughs> How great is that? <laughs> see that? That's right down. That's right out of my book. Oh, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to golf for the year. Exactly. Get, get the handicap in order. You know, I just joined Seminole. I think I'm going to play a couple yeah. of rounds of golf. <laughs> <laughs> That's classic. Yeah. Um, what did you think of the people, all the people out on Broad Street after the game, Harry, like jumping around and stuff and going nuts? Um, I thought uh, it was embarrassing. I don't really understand that. Yeah, I, know, I, I don't really get it. Um, but, you know, I'm 57 years old. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. I'm probably not going to. I'm not going to get that. Um, let me ask you if you get this feeling, because I get this <clears throat> every year with the Super Bowl. I, I I love the Super Bowl and hate the Super Super Bowl in equal parts, whether my yeah. team's in it or not. And here's why. Okay. Because it signals the end of the football season yeah. in total. Mm -hmm. This journey that starts at training camp in late July comes to a crashing end at the Super Bowl with this grandiose event. But for that reason, I hate the Super Bowl in equal parts as much as I love it. Well, okay, I agree with that because it ends the on-the-field product. But the NFL yes. has become such an amazing off-season product where they've got something going every month. We got you know the combine later the, uh, in the month here. Then you got free agency, which is always wild. Right in the beginning um, of March. You know, and then you got the draft and, and, you know, next thing you know, you're in summer, you know, OTAs and training camp is, you know, 20, 21 days away. So uh, while I agree with you, I'm going to miss the games and, and maybe I'll watch some of this USFL, which starts here soon. I don't know why, um, but the off season in the NFL is what the hot stove used to be in baseball. Yeah, the hot stove hasn't been. I mean, last year or the year before last, it was pretty good. But by and large, that has kind of gone away. Mm -hmm. The NFL offseason is amazing. Yeah, it really is. And, I mean, they've structured it to constantly be tickling you mm -hmm. and reminding you that, hey, we may not be playing, but there's still big things happening. Yeah, I mean, you got Aaron Rodgers drama again. He's off in some freaking cave without yeah, any dark room. Um, 
I think he, I think he went into a cave and he's like uh, eating wild mushrooms or something with no uh, social media, no cell phone. And he's going to emerge from the cave and tell everybody what he's going to do next year. Okay. So he's going to come out like Jesus did. (laughs) Don't compare him to Jesus. Come on, man. (laughs) Here he does that for himself. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's going to be big stories and you don't even know some of them. And then obviously the draft and, mm. you know, the hype of, you know, who's going to be the number one overall. You're going to see guys move up the board, guys move down the board. You're going to get stories that come out for people trying to damage people's draft stock. And well, and also crazy. who's going to buy the Washington commanders? Yeah, because they will be sold. And yeah. it's either going to be uh, Jeff Bezos or our buddy Joshua Harris. Yeah, I heard that he might be in the mix in. Oh, Wolf he team. is in the mix. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the guy already owns an EPL team. Correct. He owns the Sixers. He owns the Devils. He owns the Prudential Center. Mm-hmm. Many other holdings and businesses. And yeah. now he might buy a, an NFL franchise in a huge market. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, it's pretty it's pretty crazy. I think he owns, <clears throat> is it Crystal Palace? Is that the yes. EPL team that he mm-hmm. owns? Yeah. It's crazy. Um, I, I got to tell you about Psalm Sleep because if you're yes. having trouble getting enough sleep at night, Psalm Sleep has you covered. They have the scientifically advanced Psalm Stack, which includes ingredients that are naturally found in your body, like GABA, magnesium, and melatonin. We all know that sleep is the best form of recovery. Just ask N4L founder and NFL tight end Colin Thompson. It's helped him take his game to the next level. It's very simple. All you do is drink one serving just a half hour before bedtime. And your body's going to naturally calm itself down. Other sleep supplements may leave you groggy in the morning, but not Psalm Sleep. You'll wake up feeling refreshed and ready to conquer the day. Make sure you check them out at GetSom.com. Use the code G's, J-E-E-Z, for 10% off your order. Get Psalm Sleep. The Eagle fans could have used that right after the Super Bowl to not be on Broad Street trying to climb the grease poles in a loss. <laughs> I, I don't understand why you're trying to climb a pole. Me neither. Where you, you just could want to get up as high as possible and die. Yeah. Or yeah, break well. your neck and be in a wheelchair the rest of your life. Yeah. I mean, what? I, I don't get it's it. It's insane. Um, you know, so the Eagle season's over. The NFL season's over. Now we have the Sixers. Yep. And they, they traded uh, Thibel. Right. And you have the Flyers and the countdown to spring trainings underway, which is not that far off at this point. I guess that does the big uh, 18 wheeler packed with everything leave here next week, like the 21st usually. Is it the 21st? Cause I always thought it was like right around now. Yeah. Like, yes. You probably usually mid, mid uh, February. Yeah. The pitchers and catchers report maybe in, in two, a week or two. Or are they waiting until Angelo actually retires? Yeah, uh, maybe, you know, so he can't say anything <laughs> about it. <laughs> That's a good point. And the first sh- the first show for the new morning show with the camera, Richie, and about 38 other people. <laughs> right. It's going to be like that Fox uh, uh, dais for the football shows. Like eight yeah. guys. Eight guys. <laughs> Who's going to be the person that's to stand next to the desk, desk Harry? <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, uh, that, that, so did you listen to any sports radio after the Super Bowl? None. Yeah, I was none. like, I got to stay away. I didn't watch any pregame stuff leading up to it. Uh, I tuned in right around, I want to say twenty after six, right around the the anthem. Okay, is so you when came I tuned in perfectly. In. Yeah, because I was watching the golf. Yeah, you know, cocktailing. Um, did you see that Terry Bradshaw Shaw is catching some shit because what did he do as he's presenting the trophy. He tells Andy Reid, "Come on over here, Andy Reid. Waddle over here." He's told him to waddle over. Terry there. Bradshaw told asked somebody to waddle. Has he has he looked in a mirror lately? Yes, he he's the size of a blimp. I mean, good lord! Yeah, that's like him saying, "Hey, Baldy, come over here." Like yeah, for exactly. a bald guy. You <laughs> yeah, know? he's not talking to Brian Baldinger. Yeah, he's talking what to you, you. Say, Baldy. He's talking to you. Yeah. Oh my goodness! So he's wow. catching shit for that because well, he's outraged. Yeah, he should. Yeah, because he was a little, he's as big taste. as a house. Yeah, Andy should have come over. Are you looking in a mirror? Right. Time's yours. Right. Um, I got two. You got four. But I'm still here. Yeah, exactly. Right. right. <laughs> I'm still earning. Right. Uh, but, you know, the thing is, is I, I couldn't listen because I just with the penalty and really the reason I couldn't listen, I'm not even going to say it was the host that I was afraid to listen to. It was the callers I'd be afraid to listen to. Oh, OK. Well, you know, uh, it would have been a lot of complaining about the officiating. I, I'm yeah. Not imagine. 
that yeah and and, and the defensive coordinator defensive coordinator yeah yeah yeah, yeah. unbelievable yeah i can only imagine Ann's just free uh, losing to andy reed how can I go out on this note? I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't have been surprised if he says, you know, I got to stay another year. <laughs> yep. One more year for 1.8 million, Al. Right. Are you in? Yeah. I'll be like, sure. I'll be like, yeah. He'd look, yeah. take the Wall Street Journal down. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. He's in there getting his stocks in. Right. Oh, my God. That's unbelievable. Yep. I can't imagine what that must have been like. And Anthony, I'm forlorn. <laughs> You know, he comes in on the second day and he's, I saw there was some post up or something like, I still can't believe they lost. Is that what he said? Yeah. I mean, you know, he, he didn't drive back, did he? No, they flew back. Okay. I was just going to say. Yeah. I drove God. out and flew back. Right. Um, But like, he's probably torn in a way because he's got his, you know, spags, spags and the whole yeah, thing. Right, you know, Andy. Right. right. Yeah. You know, he's already setting up. Uh, a day when Spags comes in studio. Oh yeah, yeah, and sits in for two hours. Two. Yeah, and he'll do like a meat locker with Spags. Yeah, me yeah. Spags. We'll get the whole thing. The whole thing. Joe Ben's gonna stop by. Boo. <laughs> Who's the one? The Green Bay Packer defensive lineman is his last name Clark. He lives local. He's from South Jersey. Yeah. He used to get him in every now and then yeah. in the offseason. We'll get I get you in. He played at Iowa, I think. I forget he, his name. That was so funny when we were working at the Fanatic. <laughs> you pointed it out. You're like, Anthony wants to always get everybody in. Yeah, got to get, get you in. in. Yeah, everybody yeah. on the phone. Yeah, let's go to Bob Mayfair. Yo, Bob. Yo, Bobby. We gotta get you in. Oh yeah, come by. Yeah, like like, like this is just yeah. like. You know the popover place, right? He he loved to pop in with the guests, and because yeah. they they'd always bring him something like food yeah. items or or something. Yeah, yeah. Strombolis. <laughs> right. There was always Strombolis there. Right. Right. Oh right. my god! Just bring him a big big bag, a bag of the hers barbecue chips. Oh. I've seen him house an entire like big bag of those things yeah. by himself the family size Harry. oh my god and then, then the dust is everywhere remember when we'd have to come in afterwards and do the show and there'd be shit crew. everywhere yeah <laughs> i'd be like god damn it they when they do this they gotta clean their shit up oh yeah you get in there oh. the microphones are all over the place baldy's half drank coffees there and a half a donut <laughs> you know it was like shit was every and after the meat locker forget it right you'd like touch the mic to move it down where you wanted it and it'd be like grease on the side of it it was disgusting all right now renee cruz here says i think he's talking about bradshaw about when he'd come to san francisco mm -hmm. uh, but it brings me up the the san francisco fan base is another thing we got to talk about and their mm -hmm. radio guys did you see Static. from our buddy matt nahagian station out there they're doing did you see their midday show i think it's their midday show yeah 95.7, the game, the, the, yeah, it was yeah. pathetic. Yeah, really. They're doing, uh, what, Die, Eagles, Die. Cry, Eagles, they, Cry. Cry, Eagles, Cry, and they changed the lyrics to the song and and gave this rendition on air. Like, dude, like, you got your asses kicked. Yeah. Like, I know you were down to your 15th string quarterback, but that's not my problem. Your defense gave up 31 points, for right. Christ's sake. Yeah. The Eagles ran the ball right down their throat, which nobody really was able to do nope. during the season. No, I mean, this whole thing of people shitting and bitching and complaining about the like I'm not going to complain that the Eagles lost to the Kansas City Chiefs. Right. I'm not. I'm not going to go sit there and go nuts about the penalty. Right. Not doing it because hey, stick taps to the Chiefs. They right. down ten points at halftime. That's only happened once yeah. in the last twenty years. They the saw something in the Eagles' yep. defense, a tell that they over pursue in their defensive backfield and they designed a couple of plays at key moments and executed them to perfection. Okay. Yep. And the other thing they probably saw Harry was that there was a lot of problems with getting footing mm -hmm. uh, for the pass rush. And they took advantage of that with a, yeah. with a quarterback on a bum wheel. Right. That, and they executed a great punt return. There was no penalty on that punt return. I watched it six no. times. Okay. There was no block in the back like you usually see. And they, you know, they took advantage of a, of a fumble by the quarterback and ran in for a touchdown. I mean, they basically every opportunity they got, except for hitting the upright on the one field goal, oh. they executed. Yeah, they did. That, that, that was uh, off the pipe, Harry. That was like oh, yeah. a, Boom. A, a clapper and it just like thumped on it. It was crazy. Uh, uh, but yeah, I'm not, I won't shit on them 
no. at all. And I'm not, I'm not going to do it. It was a great season. It really was. And the thing, the biggest takeaway for me is the Jalen Hurts element of it because oh, he was fantastic. That is one big stage at the yeah. Super Bowl, and he was not phased no. at all. No, at all. So. Um, that's a great sign for the Eagles moving forward. And we'll see how they replace these coordinators and, and do the whole thing. But yeah. it's a big offseason for sure. And now they're going to have to pay the quarterback. So, you know, what other guys are mm-hmm. they going to lose? You know, they, you know, you might have a Kelsey retirement. Who knows? You might have a Brandon Graham retiring. Uh, I don't know. Lane Johnson, what's what's his status? I know he's going to have to get sur- some sort of surgery here. He gutted it yeah. out like a true warrior. No, but, I mean, he's been around for, what, 10 years almost? Nine, 10 years? Chip Kelly's first year. Yeah, 2013. So, yeah. you know, I, I don't know. I, I would assume he comes back. But, you know, when you when you pay the quarterback, that's when you have to start cutting in other areas. So we'll see yep. how they do that. But the original Fudge Kitchen is the official sponsor of Not For Long Media and the Aji's podcast. Original Fudge Kitchen, a staple of the Jersey Shore. Six locations, Cape May, Wildwood, Stone Harbor, and Ocean City. The original Fudge Kitchen makes all of their fudge in the store guaranteeing a delicious product stop by let them know that n for l sent you but if you're not able to get there in person not a problem because they'll ship it right to you all across the usa we can even send some out to the niners fans uh because they'll they'll ship it to california be sure to check them out at fudgekitchens.com the original fudge kitchen shipping fudge and sweet treats across the country now we just mentioned you know angelo and 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 morgani i want to bring this up harris so now the football season's over we need to book some uh, some guests here on the Aggies podcast, right? And with Al ending the radio days, uh, like I mean, I could try and get Angelo on, mm-hmm. having worked with him for so long. But I know he's been just inundated with requests and all that. And when he retires this week, he's going to yeah. want to go away for a bit. So I'm right. not even going to do that. But I see Al all the time down at the Flyers. We eat dinner uh, before games or lunch, whatever it is. And uh, we got to get Morgani on because we got to talk about his new venture. He's going to be doing a podcast. Oh, awesome. A hockey pod. Okay. And he's going to be doing, I think, two times a week. I'm not sure when it starts. All right. And then one, once a week uh, during the off season. How long is this going to be? Like They said it has to be 20 minutes. You think he's got it in him? Yeah. He said, I can go 20 minutes by myself, but. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, but we got to get Al. I had him on the uh, Stick to Hockey Live show. Yeah, the week he was going into the uh, NHL. He's Hall a Hall of, of Famer. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Him and Billy Clement went in the same uh, class this year. Yeah. Um. So we got to get Al on. That would be a good guest, right? Well, he likes music too. He's a big music guy. Yeah. He's been talking to me. He wants to do this other podcast, and I said you should call it Conversations with Al, mm-hmm. where they call me Al based on mm-hmm. the uh, Paul Simon song, right? Um. And Chevy where he Chase just in the video. Yeah. Remember where he that? can have. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Chevy Chase. Yes. Great. Um, <laughs> but you could have like musical guests on, but he's a big music guy, big telly guy. He's a telecaster, man. Oh, really? So, yeah, we got to get him on for sure. I think we got to get Al on. Maybe next week I'll have to, I'll text right. Al today and see if he can okay. come on the OG's pod next week. Now you just yeah. have to clear everything through the company and all that bullshit. Exactly. Well, I heard he signed a five-year deal. Well, <laughs> he didn't, <laughs> but he said he did. Uh- <laughs> So he comes to the, he gets an agreement that he's going to stay on to do the podcast for the Odyssey and the whole thing. Right. And so he puts out a tweet that he signed a five-year, or he announces on the morning show that he signed a five-year deal. Genius. And WIP tweets out that he, the announcement that he signed the five-year deal. He didn't sign a five-year deal. He's, he's like, I didn't sign a five. I go, how did you get five years? He goes, I didn't get five years. He goes, I just said that. Now they're beholden to me for five years. Jones goes, he's fucking brilliant. He is. <laughs> He just says that, and now they have to they have to honor it because he said it on the air. <laughs> Jonesy has to be his first guest, right? Um, yeah, I would think so. Wouldn't you say? Yeah, I mean, those two have obviously known each other for a very long. And time. And he should get Angelo on at some point in time and do like a like a reflection on the Flyers and you know whatever. Yeah, fire everybody. <laughs> uh, let's get it back to the Eagles, Al. Right. <laughs> um. But yeah, that uh, I can't believe it. I was talking to Jonesy the other day. He's been on that morning show for 21 years. Jonesy? Yeah. Is, really? He started going on right after he retired, and he would show up for free for about two or three years. Oh, wow. And then eventually, Angelo was able to stump for him to get paid, mm-hmm. and you know, he's making good money, too, Yeah, doing the two days a week. And 
Um, it really helped launch his post-playing career, but he was smart enough when he got done right. to know I got to get my name out there right away. And there's no better way to do it than on that morning show. Yeah. And he did it and he's parlayed that into obviously the Flyers job and then NBC the national was, job with yeah. TNT. TNT yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, good for him. I mean, he, yeah. he's a great guy, works hard and grinds. You know, he acts like he doesn't do any prep, but he does. Right. And, right. And he's a very good communicator as well. We'll have to get Jonesy on too, actually. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, yeah. He, he's a great guy. One of the absolute greatest. I had him and Craig Berube on together. Oh, yeah. Telling stories of their playing the days. Chief? When they, yeah, they played with the Caps. Uh-huh. Dale Hunter, Jonesy, oh. and Berube. Oh, Dale Hunter, was he was awesome. Oh, I mean, you hated him if he wasn't on your team, but man, yeah. he was good. And and he said that him and Dale Hunter used to just write checks that Baruby would have to cash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He tells this story. They're playing against the Rangers, and it's Brian Leach on that Rangers team. And mm-hmm. there's some guy for the Rangers just Great defenseman, up, just running around, hitting everybody, hitting the star players and stuff, mm-hmm. you know, trying to make a name for himself, like in his first NHL game. And he keeps, like, hitting flyers, like talented players. And eventually, Chief walks over during a TV timeout to the Rangers bench and says to Brian Leach, get your dog on a leash or I'm coming after you. <laughs> guy guy didn't touch another soul the whole game. Is that right? <laughs> yeah. Is that right? <laughs> yep. That's awesome. Or I'm coming get after you. Get your dog on a leash. That's what you he know, said to him. You know who he kind of reminded me of, Hunter? Uh, Claude Lemieux. Yes. Very the si- Devils, right? Just so cheap. Yeah, yep. I mean, Claude, you played for those teams and yeah. the brawls with Detroit and in Colorado. Oh yeah, yeah. Claude yeah. Lemieux was a, was a rat bastard, <laughs> <laughs> which in hockey is a good thing. Yeah, yeah it really so, is. If you know, for your team. Yeah, Hunter is was one of those guys too. Another guy we should get on, Harry, mm-hmm. is uh, we got to get on Ruben Frank. Oh yeah, good music conversation. Now he likes like very off the radar musicians. Okay. He's always going to concerts. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if him and Mikey Miss were in a concert together. Oh, yeah? I don't think he's an alt guy, but he's into, like, eclectic music. And he's well, a musician. Was... He's a good keyboard player. Yeah, I know he's a musician. What 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 was that place? It used to be the Spaghetti Warehouse that ended up turning into a music venue. Mm. Down on, I think it's, is that Spring Garden? Like, 8th and yeah. Spring Garden? Somewhere on... around there? Yeah. I'm I don't sure know if it's venue. still around, but it became, like, an alt music venue. Hmm. Mikey Miss used to go there, and uh, the linebacker for the Eagles that played with the Texans and Connor here, Barwin. Connor Barwin would be in there because mm-hmm. he liked all that kind of stuff too. I forget yeah. the name of it. Yeah. yeah, they used to go. Connor Barwin, I think, is tight with those War on Drugs guys. Yeah, they're from Philly. Yeah, yeah, right. Um, so Les Bowen get... too would be good. He likes he likes music. Les Bowen does. Yes, yes. I've He's seen him at a couple man. concerts. Yeah. What? Yeah. Is that up there in the mosh pit during Not, Slayer, Harry? Jason Isbell, we were both uh, on the floor at the Fillmore, which is really the only place to be. Um, wow. and I ran into him there. Yeah. I did not know that oh, Les yeah. Bowen would be one of those guys. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. Um, also, we got to get on. Uh, um, we got to get the chief on, Eskin. <laughs> I wanted him on today. I know. Yeah. He's got so much. Guy. I'm busy. Yeah. I got to be at Eagles. It's just, uh, it's just, <laughs> he's a, hey, we can put Mikey miss on this list. Don't we? Well, yeah, we should have, we should. He's doing his podcast twice a week. Yeah. Doing well. Yeah. Um, for better rivers. Yeah. Who, who yeah. else would be a good guess? Uh, well, Joey B says, uh, get, uh, Rick Beato on. I have messaged him now twice. Oh yeah. And I have not gotten a response. He's ghosting you. Yeah. Oh man. I and mean, he doesn't know me from Adam. Maybe right. I'll hit him again now that I'm verified, Harry. No, you're verified too. Yeah. Oh, nice. You verified, man. <laughs> what do you got? Uh, my tweets on uh, I'm mute, Harry. You got my account muted? Yeah, I might have you. I you might be in there with Nick Kale and Bruno and Aton. Well, mute, you, mute, you're not mute. muting much because I don't tweet anymore. <laughs> I know. I, I, I don't tweet. Very much rarely tweet. Yeah. I have gotten um, off that thing. We got to oh, do, do some reviews here, too. But I got to tell you about the place to be uh, this time of year, even though it's like 60 here today. Shots and giggles. It doesn't matter because there'll be some cold weather coming. And it's all if it's 60 here, it's always warmer in Key West. 
It's time to migrate to the southernmost city in the continental U.S. That's Key West. Our friends at Shots and Giggles, they've got the go-to locals and wannabe locals bar in Key West, right behind Sloppy Joe's, right next to Tattoos and Scars Saloon, just off Green Street. Shots and Giggles, known for that relaxed atmosphere, cold, cold drinks, and always having a game, which right now will be you know hoops and college hoops and, and hockey on any of their five TVs. Steve and Hanya, the owners, they've been there for 18 years. They will take care of you. They're big sports fans. Um, but when you're down there in the Keys this winter, stop by Shots and Giggles, hang out with the awesome bartenders, grab a to-go drink uh, from the takeout window, and watch some sports on the, on the southernmost NFC East bar. More info is shotsandgiggles.com. Check them out on Facebook and Instagram, too, at Shots and Giggles KW. All right, Brian Cunningham says to get uh, Danny Briere on. Oh, he's a great guy. He appeared guy. on a radio show from time to time. Oh, yeah, he's a great dude. He is the greatest. My yeah. favorite guy to ever, that I've ever covered. Yeah, he's uh, awesome. Colin. Colin says to get Eric from Trenton on. He huh. allegedly still has a, a Potter. Well, why don't you just do him rather yeah, than I, get I him I wouldn't on. know how to book Eric from Trenton. Does he have representation, Harry? I, I don't think so. <laughs> Should we have our people call his people? What kind of Potter was that? I don't even know. Was, I, it was like a flat stick. Was that a Scotty Cameron? <laughs> <laughs> it definitely wasn't a Makefield putter because they weren't out then. Yes. Yeah, this, this predated Makefield. Uh, T from the 203 says, where does the bobblehead giveaway rank in stadium giveaways or sporting event giveaways? They don't do those anymore. Yeah, they don't. The bobblehead. Although I did get a gritty... Uh, um hula like bobblehead type thing the other day that we're giving those away to flyers game they give away more like posters and stuff like the re like i got this retro poster yeah. from 2010s night on throwback thursdays and okay. all these players in the 2010s are on there there's no flyers goaler on there though Harry. no no well, that, Mason, that was back Mason when what, what was was that Layton? was he back then well he was very early and obviously was the goalie in the cup run but yeah um, yeah, I mean, the best goalie of the 2010 was, was Steve Mason. For oh, sure. okay. Mm. So Everything's retro with the Flyers because the current stinks. It, well, it's moving in the right direction, Harry. Yeah, I know. I'll be speaking with Torts today, as a matter of fact, at 530. Well, he's the, he's the only reason that it's heading in the right direction. No, they got some players playing good. Players yeah. play, coaches Well, I mean, good. they're he's playing for job. him. He's done yeah. a good job. Yeah, he has done a good job. So I'm yeah. talking to him today at 530. He does this hockey and hounds thing with me every once in a while. Oh, yeah. He's big on adopting the dogs and the John. Yeah, and rescue Tura. dogs. Yeah, yep. yeah. So uh, I'll be speaking with him today, and he'll be sure to give me some shit before we start recording. Because oh, he yeah? always does. He's okay. always breaking my balls. And I don't know if I have the, the cachet to break his balls back. Oh, no? No. I should well, call him, like, he, short. He probably wants you to. Yeah, no, he's a good guy, and yeah. I really enjoy my conversations with him. So, um, well, you and I were stumping for him before they made the decision. How we were stumping for him in, in six? I, I'm going to make him aware today. I mean, come on, back on 2016 on the midday program, That's probably right. during a riled up segment, we may have been stumping for him. Let's go to a live call, Harry. Yeah, <laughs> uh, let's get to a couple of recent reviews, Harry. Then we'll put a bow on this bitch. All right? Okay. Yeah. All right, so uh, this one comes from Scrapple Joe. He says, we got hockey action, yo. These are reviews for uh, the OGs podcast on Apple uh, Podcasts. And he said, great podcast, Philly sports, hockey talk, balls being busted, metal music. It's all here. That's right. Five stars. <laughs> it's beautiful. Well, we try to talk at least about some stuff that would drive the old program director nuts. Yeah. All right. Why are you talking about torts? What does he have to do with the Eagles? <laughs> um, M. Christie's uh, gave us a review, and here's what he said, Harry. He said, glad I found this. You guys always had great chemistry together, and so far you still do on the pod. So that's mm. another five-star review. And who was oh. that from? M. Christie's. Okay. All right. The next one comes from M.P. Roach. Oh, this one says more. you got to hit the button to show it all. He said, five stars, as always, great. The content on your show never disappoints, not just sports, but all the different topics always entertain. Just wish it was more than once a week. He said it took Bruno 15 years. So how long till Harry breaks down and invites Jason onto his show for a special event? You're already married, though, Harry. 
Yeah, I mean, you know, there's nothing going on here. No. No. I mean, in fact, the they, they Lima's leaving on her golf trip tomorrow. She's going on a golf trip? She's going on a golf trip with uh, three other ladies from the 1912 club. And where do they go? Where are they headed? They're headed to uh, Innisbrook in Florida. Nice. It's north of, just north of Clearwater. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Danny Cornell uh, tweeted, not Chris Cornell. Hmm. His, uh, no longer review, with us. No longer with him. God rest him. We'll yeah. pour one out for him. Um, five-star review again. He said, outstanding podcast. This show has quickly become a favorite podcast. He said, I don't li- I listen to sports talk radio more than I should, should admit, and it has become harder to listen to. Annoying same callers, nothing but Eagles, etc. Jason and Harry keep me laughing and talk a wide variety of topics. He, I only wish they did more podcasts. Keep up the great work, fellas. See, everybody wants more, and that's, what, that's my whole take on it. Leave them wanting more. Yeah. If they say, my only um, wish is that they did one less a week, we could accommodate that. (laughs) (laughs) Now, um, speaking of other things, um, did you know that the NBA All-Star Weekend is this weekend? No. Okay, because hockey just had theirs, right? Yep. And their trade deadline is when? March 3rd. Okay, so that's coming up. But the NBA... Uh, one is this weekend and there's a guy because of course they do the slam dunk thing and three-point shooting contest I guess and some other stuff but there's a sixer in the slam dunk contest this year oh uh, who's in it <laughs> Max McClung who exactly I didn't know Max McClung was in the organization I never heard of him and I watch a lot of college basketball this guy played apparently at Georgetown and then transferred to Texas tech. Who's got a half decent program. Uh, but I don't remember this guy. Apparently he's a white dude. I had to look him up. He's okay. like six, two. He's a guard. And apparently he can jump out of the building. Like there's YouTube videos of this guy dunking. Yeah. So he must be like some freak dunker, but he plays in the G league, I believe for the 87ers. And he's going to the so he's not even on the roster, like the, the head roster. He's on like it would be like the 40 man roster in baseball. There's some guy that's not with the big league club and he's pitching at uh, Lehigh Valley would be, you know, taking part in the all star weekend. Yeah. Or like if you like the fastest skater competition and you actually brought a guy up from your AHL team from the fans. Yeah, right. Is yeah. that good now? Is that good or bad? Because we don't I, I don't know, know but, but we may get more of a spectacle because the players that do these sometimes just go through the motions. Well, yeah, right. It's hard to get the big stars to do this shit. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but I'm gonna watch this, and I haven't watched the dunk contest in probably 10 years at least. Well, then it worked. It what worked doing because worked. I, I want to see this guy. I want to see this, you know, some white dude who jumps to the ceiling, yeah, and I've never seen him play before. Yeah, you insane know? dirt. Define the clung. Yeah. Define the logic, Harry, of the movie White Men Can't Jump with exactly. Wesley Snipes <laughs> and Woody Harrelson. <laughs> and Woody Harrelson. Oh, yeah. Yes. Tremendous movie. Yeah. Um, all right. One more review here. This one comes from uh, Tim Murphy. He says, Yeah, good. Only wish that the 2518, uh, so February 5th, 2018, post Super Bowl episode of the old show was on the internet. It's an outrage, he said. Anyway, good show, good chemistry. Tim from Trevos. Thank you, mm. Tim. Thanks, Tim. Now, is it? did I get the name wrong? Did they change? Because weren't they the 87ers at one point in are Delaware? They the Delaware Bluecoats now? But now are they the Bluecoats now? I don't even know. They might have been. They might have changed the name. But they used to be the 87ers. Yeah. I'm trying yeah. to take sport. I, I, can't, I can't get with these, you know, G League teams. I can't no, follow all no, of it. No. I mean, come I've on. had enough. Yeah. I'm trying to eliminate some sports from my my dossier, not add. You know what I mean? I got I got F one that's come in like a like a train right. taking up a lot of bandwidth over here. Yeah, speaking of that, um, the same dudes that did that F uh, one podcast, the the golf ones dropped. You mean like, Drive to Survive? On correct. Netflix. Yeah, the golf one dropped today. Oh, all the, the all the one. eight episodes. I think there's eight episodes on Netflix. And you can binge them all if you want. I'm going to watch episode one tonight because we're going to talk about that and a, a bunch of other shit tomorrow on the Swing It and Ding It podcast. But that's out, and it's supposed to be awesome because those guys that did Drive to Survive, they know what they're doing. Yeah, they have 
it's the greatest way to market sports because we all people that don't haven't played pro sports or whether you were an athlete in some form growing up or whatever or not mm-hmm. the same curiosity is there what is happening the other 21 hours of the day when these guys are not on tv right right you know we have these like visions in our head of what their lives are like what it's like behind the scenes what the right. locker rooms like you know you know people like ask me like when the players after a game travel to calgary is there food on the flight you know mm-hmm. like those things what right. are they doing on the plane? are they drinking yeah, are they yeah. playing cards I, in the back and drinking well, they're playing cards yeah <laughs> <laughs> the first thing that happens when an nhl team gets on the flight harry is everybody uh disrobes out of the suit and oh, puts yeah. on something comfortable for the flight. Oh, it so could they're be allowed a, to. It could be a jump, mm. an hour flight, and they all get into comfortable clothes for the flight. And that's amazing because when I flew with uh, with the Temple football team when we'd go to do the road games, you had to wear a you had to suit up, and I felt for these guys. I mean, you got some six foot four, you know, three hundred pound offensive lineman. You know, yeah. wrapped up in a, a suit, sitting, sitting in a freaking tight ass, you know, coach seat, yeah. you know, for a three and a half hour flight to Texas. Yeah. And we were never allowed to didn't you could take your jacket off, but you could. Well, it's not a charter. Was it a charter? Yeah, it was a charter. OK. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah, you got to get good. comfortable on the plane, Harry. Yeah. So you don't I have agree. snakes on the plane. I agree. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, called full swing, though, the the doc, the behind the scenes thing on the tour because you know that the behind the scenes the pga tour it is petty oh i'm sure yeah yeah and very competitive Mm -hmm. and guys probably bitching about other guys and Mm -hmm. and you know not to mention the women the wives the girlfriends the wags yeah there's gonna be plus you have the whole division now with live tour and the pga tour so it's all this other drama so i'm sure that'll be featured in this yeah yeah, I can't wait to watch it. I love those shows. They do such a great job on them. Yeah. Um, and those Drive to Survive, those producers, fuck, did they do I mean, did they get the hooks in me? Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I'm counting down the days now, like three weeks until the first race. And where's Two that? Weeks. Where's the first one? In Bahrain. Bahrain. So that's yeah. like the Middle East. Yeah, the Middle East yeah. tour starts. You have Bahrain. You'll have uh, uh, Jeddah Cornish, which is in uh, Saudi Arabia. Mm-hmm. So, and then they'll make their way to Australia and the whole thing. Yeah. I mean, they're all over 23 races this year. I when is the first United States appearance? In May. That's uh, the Miami one. Miami, Miami, Miami Grand Prix. Yeah. Now, we, are, are you going to go to any of these in the States? Don't they I'm, go to Austin, Texas too? Yeah, they go. So they'll go to Miami in May. They'll go to Austin in October and Ooh. they'll be in Vegas in November. Oh wow, Austin in October. Maybe the, the UT Longhorns are playing at home that yeah, week. It's like the week before. It's when that musical South festival by Southwest. Of? Yeah. Yeah. And it's like the week before Halloween. Okay. Wow. Which is a great time down there. No kidding. And that's one of those tracks that, you know, Vegas is a street circuit. They're going up and down the strip and all around the streets of Vegas. Yeah. So that's more diff I'd rather go to Dakota, Circuit of the Americas in Austin, because you can see more of the track. Ah. So and that's a really cool track with a great S section in the first sector. So listen to you. You yeah. got all the lingo down and everything. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to start using the word they always use because all the English and, and European guys, they call everybody mate. Mm. Yeah, I like I that. No, I got a no grip on my tires, mate. Yeah, I like so does the Australians. The Aussies do that, yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah. I like, I think I like South them. African dudes do it, too. Oh, do they? I think yeah. so. I'm yeah. a big fan of the term mate. Yeah, me, too. <laughs> Do we have any uh, other sponsors we need to check in with, Harry? No, we we're, good? we're all we're all co- we're all uh, booked up. All right, good. All right, um, so that puts a wrap on it. We'll be back next week, maybe with Al Morgani. So, oh, that'd be nice. Yeah, we'll see if Hall uh, of Famer, if Alphonse, the Hall of Famer, can join us for next week's episode. We went almost an hour today, so we gave you more than we usually do. Be mm-hmm. happy with it. Exactly. <laughs> all right, that's episode fifty-one. Ajis Pod. Last word to Harry. Um. And you can't go go birds. No, I can't. You caught me off guard here. Um, I don't know. I got nothing. Ah, go geez. Tiger Woods. Tiger returns this week. Tiger? Yes. Oh, I'm going to have to get the colonel on on his shitty dial-up. The first time he's played in a regular PGA Tour event in years. Wow, since the accident. Uh, yeah. Wow. 
Yep. All right, we'll be watching Tagger. We'll see if he can make it to Saturday and cut. All right, everybody, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. We'll talk to you next time on the Odd Jeez Podcast. We got this in pocket. We got battle. I am going to use it. Intention. Motion, I've been diving.